Welcome back to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiba, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of creativity with you. Each week, I'm hashtag gifting you two episodes with ways you can become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best-kept industry secrets to creating content worth remembering. Sound good? All right, let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In a world where hundreds of thousands of posts are published every minute, every creator sharing content is looking to be remembered is looking to attract their audience, right? Because you want to capture that attention and then hold it long enough so that your audience converts into a follower, a um, email subscriber, a maybe they review something, maybe they buy something from you. Like that's what you want, right? You want them to be part of your community. So Let's get in the headspace of brands for this one because as an influencer and as a creator, you should already be thinking of yourself as a brand because brands are doing the same thing. They're also building a community that they hope will convert in some shape or form, right? So think of some of your favorite brands. What do you love about the content they share? Why do you love it? What about it makes you ultimately buy products from them? What about it keeps you coming back to be a repeat customer, right? Plainly put, you probably relate to their message. You feel like they're talking to you, right? It's like a conversation just between the two of you. Maybe they hit the nail on the head about some problem you were having, and they also presented you with a solution to this problem, and you're like, oh my god, I feel seen. Yes, yes, yes. I totally get that because even though I am an art director, I am also a consumer, and I do buy things just like you. <laughs> and I recently actually bought some magnetic lashes because I'm the worst with applying falsies, and magnetic lashes, by the way, are a game changer. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they're fire. Um, I saw an Instagram ad for a company called Glamnetic a while back and everything they were saying in their messaging, it's just, I just felt like, yes, 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 yes. Me, me, me. That's me. That's me. You're literally describing me. I don't have a lot of time. I need this to go on in 20 seconds and I need it to stay the fuck on. I can't have these little corners peeling off. I don't want a gluey mess. I don't want my eyelids stuck together or my fingers or anything. Like I just, this is what I want. And that's what they gave me in their communication. I felt so seen. I felt so supported. I felt understood. And then bam, just like that, hocus pocus, I was brokus. Glamnetic took all my money. (laughs) So let's reverse engineer this process. Right, because there's a lot of psychology behind brand content. And as a consumer, this process, we don't really think about it too much. It's it's kind of subconscious and it feels effortless from the brand, right? But on the brand's perspective, the more effortless it feels to the consumer, the more strategic it probably is behind the scenes. 
So I want to take a brand as an example. Let's do Nike. And I know we've used Nike before in an earlier episode, but it's just such a timeless brand concept. And it's honestly perfect for this conversation because they've been around for a long time and they're really well established because of their timeless brand concept. So Nike's entire brand is rooted in guaranteed performance. That's not something that they outwardly communicate. That's the feeling, part of the feeling that they sell, right? How do I know that? Because I reverse engineer the brand and I'm going to do it right now with you. So first off, we have the swoosh, right? We have that like check. It just feels like a check off a bucket list. Like, yes, I did it. Goal done, established, right? Accomplished. And then Nike is also the Greek goddess of victory in ancient Greek mythology. So there's that part, right? And then their tagline, aside from I love you, these three words are forever seared in my mind. That's just do it, right? It's goal-oriented, it's active, it's punchy, it's determined. You have no further questions. Nike said, just do it. I'm going to just do it, okay? Um, (laughs) So... Thus, by wearing Nike, you reign victorious. You are an athlete. Doesn't matter. Social, physical sport, doesn't matter what it is. There's something about Nike that just screams like ah, accomplishment, right? All of these little things, the swoosh, the Greek goddess of victory, the tagline, all these things are the communication of that feeling, And the feeling and the thing that they're trying to communicate is what we call in advertising a human truth. It's just a, it's, it is in the name, really. It's something about us as people that's just inherently true. Something about human behavior and us as a society that's just true. And in this case, it's the desire to chase your dreams and win. We all want that, right? Like, that's something we're always going to want as people. It stands the test of time. It's a timeless concept. We all want to win, period, right? So if you want to win, then you got to just do it. Do you see what I'm saying now? Like, this is Nike, right? So the goal here for you is to create an emotional connection with your followers, right? Nike did that. You want to be a winner? You got to just do it. You got to wear Nike. You got to rock with this Nike fam, right? Like that's what they communicate. So the simple formula for doing that within your own content is one, understand your followers and what they're going through. Understand their pain points, their pleasure points, what they want. And also how does that piece of content that you're creating, how does all of your content help them with that? The most successful businesses in the world and brands, if you step back and really look at them, are the ones that serve their community, are the ones that serve their audience. How can you do that? The first step is always to understand your audience and what they're going through. Really understand them, right? I want you to think beyond brand and sponsored content when you think about this stuff, because oftentimes this is really only considered from my perspective, as I see it on the internet, this is really only considered seriously when it comes to making an ad for a brand. And 
the reality is, whether you like it or not, every piece of content you create is an advertisement for yourself. You are representing your values and who you are as a person and why someone should follow you, what you like, what you don't like, your strengths, your weaknesses, whatever it is that you focus on, right? Your sense of style, how your house looks, all these things communicate who you are as a person. And then brands choose to buy real estate on your page so that then they can advertise themselves. That typically successfully works only if the brand aligns with who you are and aligns with what your followers need and how your followers can feel seen and supported, right? Those are the successful brand collaborations. There are tons of creators out here. There are tons of creators. The reason I say that your content is an advertisement for, for you is because there are tons of creators out here. Like, why why should somebody follow you over someone else, right? It's just like this podcast. There's tons of creative podcasters out here. They're all talking about the creative industry, different aspects of it, whatever. But you probably came here because I'm an art director. I can give you insider secrets about the creative industry because I work in it. And then... You can take those secrets and strategies and apply them to your own content creation journey and get smarter, more strategic, psychologically sound content, right? These intricacies can be a bit more complicated. And because a lot of this is is processed kind of subconsciously, and it is complicated. Otherwise, you know, I really wouldn't have a job. <laughs> but... Having at the very least a basic, solid understanding of what you can provide to better your followers' life will make it so much easier for you to create content that you feel is making an impact. Like I said, the strongest, most successful brands and businesses in the world are ones that were founded upon the principle of serving their audience and their community. So how can you do that? And then once you figure that out, you're able to then selectively partner with brands that align with this goal. You're not just renting out space on your page. You are giving it to a brand that you know your followers will love because you're able to communicate it to them in a way where they feel supported, understood, seen, right? So apply this to your next brand collaboration. A great way to start is to assume that you're the brand, Forget about the goal of generating sales and whatever other brand goals you you typically get like when a brand comes to you to work together, right? And purely focus on how can I introduce my followers to the brand? Like if they were two friends and I was the connector between them, I was the mutual friend, how can I introduce them? Do you see what I told you in episode one that I would be translating all this stuff into real life? I think that's seriously the only way that this really, like, gives that aha moment, at least for me. Like, when I put all this stuff into, like, real-life situations, I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. (laughs) So that's what I'm trying to help you is because that really, really, really helped me. So how can you incorporate the brand message? In this case of Nike, it's just do it, victory, chasing your dreams, all of that, and tell a compelling story with your content. How can you intertwine the brand message and your message 
and be able to communicate it to your audience that makes them feel like, oh yeah, she like totally gets me, right? So as an influencer, again, you're sharing this with your followers. These are your ideal friends, right? So how would you talk to them about this brand? I know that if I were sitting with my friend right now and we were talking about something like, I don't even know, something that had literally, maybe like we were talking about ice cream or maybe we were talking about our days. And then I cannot even imagine myself just dropping randomly into the conversation. Oh yeah, Nike has the best sneakers ever. Like promo code Kate10 to save 10% off. Like I don't see myself just like dropping that in a conversation. You wouldn't either, right? So this is why a lot of influencer ads piss me off is because it just oftentimes feels like it was just like shoved in there like an afterthought or it feels like a flyer like shoved in my face on the street. Have you ever remembered a flyer that was shoved in your face on the street? No, never going to remember that flyer. I have no idea what that flyer is for, but I am going to remember how pissed off I was because this interrupted my day and I'm going to be pissed at you for doing it because you were the one who shoved the flyer in my face. So that being said, shoving a product shot in my face with like, this helped clear my acne, code Kate10 for 10% off, go buy it. Like that doesn't make me remember the product and it sure as fuck doesn't make me want to buy it. I'm just going to scroll right on past it. I'm going to be like, yeah, I didn't make any emotional connection with that. Moving on. I want to know how this product or brand is going to help me. How is it going to make me feel? I want to feel seen as your follower. I want to understand that you get me. You get what I'm going through. Like, we're besties, right? This deems you a worthy as fuck collaborator for the future because you're able to tell the brand story naturally and share it with your audience in a way that allows the brand to make, like, a truly meaningful mark on their lives through you. (laughs) This is important for you because you're going to get all the credit for introducing your followers to the brand. You're going to they're going to be like, "Oh my god, Kate was so amazing because she introduced me to Glamnetic. Ah, they're bomb as hell. Like I love them. Magnetic lashes, ain't no other lashes I'm doing from now on." Right? Like that's that's what your followers are going to remember is that you introduced them. You made that impact in their life. And on the other side, the brand is going to be like, "Oh my god, this is so amazing." Like we got, you know, X amount new visitors on our website. Look how many people checked out using her code. Like the brand's going to hire you again and likely be open to even paying you more because they see that you really know your shit. Like you are, you are a master at making emotional connections, right? How do I know all of this? Aside from being an art director, (laughs) I've done it. Okay, I put all this stuff to the test in my influencer days and I made more per collaboration than influencers with 100,000 followers and I only had 4K. So I'm telling y'all, this shit works. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.